man. You're getting better at those beatboxes. I've noticed that. Hey, thank you, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, real good podcast. At it again. Now it's, we had a two day break there. Sorry, we got real busy recently. Could not find time to do. Well, podcasts. big guy got real busy. I got real I'm busy. never been this non busy yeah. in my life. <laughs> and you know, it's interesting that I was busy because I was busy for the exact topic that we're going to cover in this podcast, and, and that is why, work. And that's work, and that's kind of why I wanted to do a podcast on this because it's been pissing me off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're doing this one on work, okay? Work environments, what your company wants from you, what's a good environment, what would benefit the work experience, and like, you know, just our personal thoughts on what we think would be the ultimate, efficient, quality work environment for an individual. And so, as a little background, are you in a good spot right now, I guess, with your work? Yeah, no, right now I'm in a miserable situation. Okay. So... Yeah, I'm I'm pretty heated on this topic, and I have a lot of things to say about it. And I'm coming from a pretty good place with work. I'm pretty satisfied with my job, uh, but I've been where you are before, and uh, so I can I can bring up some of that old passion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think the first thing that I want to say is uh, I personally, and you tell me what you think. I now I am working in China. Okay, so it's a different it's a different world here. When it comes to work, it's not the same as America. Uh, the bosses expect different results. The uh, you know the companies as a whole, they're much more. You better be working at all times, otherwise we feel like we're getting ripped off. That's kind of what I feel like their mindset is. They they don't like looking at people not working. That really gets to them. So yeah, but for you, that's typically been what you see them doing to the Chinese people. And for you, your job, your work. You've been kind of babied, and it's like, oh, he's a foreigner. we got to do everything we can to make him happy. Yeah, yeah. So in China, if you're a foreigner, you don't get treated that way. Like, if you're a foreigner, you get treated extra special. You're pretty much a privileged a-hole is what you are. <laughs> like, if I were a Chinese person, I would freaking hate foreigners because they're super privileged. They get treated like angels. They, uh, they get paid way more money. And it's like whatever crap goes on at that company, it doesn't apply to the foreigners. It's like, oh, foreigners, don't worry about this. Y'all go home. That's usually how it is. But in my new job, or it's not even a new job, but at my job, uh, they've done this. They've started this new little thing where they're trying to hold the foreigners to the same standard as the Chinese. And that's just not going to work because the foreigners don't like that. The Chinese don't have a choice. That's why they have to do it. They don't have a choice. They can't leave. But the foreigners can go back to America. They can go back to Australia. So they don't have to st stand up for that crap. Okay, so uh, <clears throat> I guess that's a little bit of the reasons why you're unhappy yeah, with yeah. where you are. But what um, what would you say is like a, a good work environment? Okay, so for me... Like you're, what do you want to go with? Like the ideal, the ideal work environment? The I, Yeah, the ideal work environment for me personally is cutting the hours down to probably 30 hours a week, I would say would be a really good idea. I think uh, six hour shifts is like the premium time frame for a person to work. Uh, and this is why. When you're working a job in the real world, in a real company or whatever, more than likely you've got probably two to three, sometimes even four hours of just like bullcrap time where you're not really doing work. You're just kind of sitting there 
waiting on the next thing to happen or like waiting on something, but you're not doing work. So since that's the case, why should you be there for eight hours when you're doing four hours of work? Yeah, but that's also uh, what industry your job's in specifically. Like you could you could work a job where it has to be a 12 hour shift because there's things you need to do at six o'clock in the morning. There's things you need to do midday and there's things you need to do late in the afternoon. And it's like one guy has to cover all those things and he's got a lot of downtime in between. Uh, so I don't know. And then my job, I have a, it's long days. Like I'll work 12 hour days and we have a lot of downtime sometimes oh, and well, there's no way around it really. All right. Well, if it's something like that, then yeah, there's nothing you can do about it. Uh, you just kind of stuck. Um, however, if it's in like, for example, teachers in a school. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I agree with you. Yeah. Shorter, yeah. shorter days. But for me, like the thing I value the most is like, if I can get all my work done, in six hours, then let me get it done in six hours and go yeah. home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, if it takes you eight hours to get your work done, then stay eight hours at the job. Uh, but if you have an employee, like let's say I'm a boss and I'm looking at employees and I got one guy who does more work than the next guy in less time, well, then why shouldn't that guy just get to go home? He's finished work. Yeah, he's done yeah. more work. He's more productive than the other guy who's staying eight or nine hours. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, oh, yeah, you finished. Yeah, get out of here, man. And then just let him go. Yeah. And another thing that's really valuable to me with the job is like if your boss stays out of your business. Mm. Yeah. I hate a boss that's always checking on you. Like if you're getting the work done, you don't need him breathing down your neck and asking you questions. Mm. So if management that's not micromanaging you is very valuable in a company. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Okay, so tell me this. Have you ever worked for a company that has meetings? Like, regular meetings. Like, let's say two days a week you got meetings. No, I actually haven't. Mm. Well, I'll But right I can now. imagine because at my current company I had to do, it was only one day a month. But it was a mandatory meeting. And it messed up your schedule and it just pissed me off. Like, I was mad about it, like, bad. But it only lasted, it was one day a month for six months, and then, like, I don't have to deal with it anymore. Yeah. But, yeah, I can imagine, yeah, mandatory meetings, the worst. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I have to do these mandatory meetings. And uh, the other day, I, well, no, I didn't, but other people showed up, like, five minutes late or something. It it was a very relaxed environment, too. Mm. And uh, I was told that they were going to get written up. For coming in late, blah, blah, blah. And then you go to the meeting, and the meeting's a bunch of crap. Like, all the meetings are crap, dude. Yeah, there's nothing worse than being that guy who is the hard worker. You go in, you do your job really, really well. And then you screw up on something like that that doesn't matter, that has nothing to do with your work or your job or how well you perform. You show up two minutes late to a meeting that you're getting nothing from. Yeah, yeah. And then somebody wants to get you in trouble. Yeah. And there's no, there's no worse thing that uh, triggers you in your head and just makes you flip than that and makes yeah. you go mad at your company. Oh, yeah, man. Well, here's the thing. Uh, I think that most millennials, including myself, I think we're starting to view uh, the work environment and the work experience uh, differently than our parents Oh, did. for sure. Yeah, yeah. because yeah, the millennials say, pay me less. Yeah. I don't care. I want to work less. I well, want this to be less stressful. Well, And they'll take less money to do it. Because I, I know I'm like that. I'll work 
two days a month, and you pay me. But but that's not nothing. Gonna... I have I have twenty eight days of free time. <laughs> I well I I actually wouldn't agree with that, especially if you're like wanting to start a family. Well, a millennials like a millennials not. Oh yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm yeah. just. But a about... millennials not about to be the guy who's like, oh yeah, I'm here 70, 80 hours a week. Yeah yeah yeah. No, the ma- no, the the majority of millennials are not going to be like that. Yeah, well, see, here's what I think they're starting to do. Like, uh, I think the old-fashioned way is to say, oh, boss told me to do it. Don't complain. Just do yeah, it. Yeah. If it doesn't make sense, doesn't matter. Just do it. But I think people are changing, or I know I'm changing. Because I'm sorry, if what they're telling me is crap, and I know it's crap, and it's not going to be a good idea to do it, then I don't want to do it. And I'm going to fight it. I'm not just going to say, yes, boss, I'll do that. It's like, No. If it's stupid and it's going to be inefficient and just a waste of your life, then why the freak should you have to do that crap? Like, okay, here's a perfect example. You ready? The last semester, I we finished school. The students were done for the year. School over, right? And your summer break starts. You get like eight weeks or something. So I was like, oh, freaking yes. Dude. I'm so ready to start this break. Well, they told me, no, teachers still got to come in. So I came in the first day. I was like, all right, I guess that's reasonable. I, don't, I guess we got some work to do. So I go in and uh, I noticed that there was like no work to do. And I was like, eh, why the freak am I, why are we here? Mm. And I was asking these questions and they're like, oh, well, you need to write up uh, blah, 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 these lesson plans for the first part of the next semester, blah, 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 blah. Right? So I was like, okay, so if I finish that, because I can finish that really quick. Can I go home, like, uh, maybe tomorrow? Because they wouldn't me to stay for, like, nine days, dude. Nine days of just total bullcrap. And just taking away from my summer vacation. So I was like, can I just finish this ASAP and just start my vacation? And they were like, uh, no. You got to stay because everybody has to stay. And it's like, what? what is this crap, man? So what ended up happening, dude, is I, I was like, look, I'm going to, I fought it hard, right? I fought it really hard. And I was like, look. If I finish this crap, then can I please go? And they were like, if you finish everything and we approve of it, then maybe we can let you go like a few days early. I was like, all right, sweet. So I went ham, right? Started writing this crap. It was for grade three because they're like, you're going to be teaching grade three. Okay. So I was writing up this crap. It was like one month of lesson plans. I finished them and I'm like, all right, here you go. I'm ready to go. Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, Oh, these aren't good enough. Blah, blah, you need to do this. So I, I redid them. And then uh, I showed them to her. And she's like, yeah. she's like, you can, okay, you can go. And then she's like, but these need to be uh, redone, blah, blah, blah. Right? So I was just thinking, I was like, okay, I'll just do that when I get home, whatever. Blah, blah, I guess that's what she meant. So I got out of there. And I get a phone call immediately where it's like, where the fuck are you? Where are you? You need to be here. We're in a meeting, blah, 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 blah. And they get freaking pissed off at me and take some of my money <laughs> for nothing. And then guess what? At the end of the day, I come back the next semester. Come back the next semester. I'm teaching grade one. Those lesson plans were pointless. Everything. Complete waste of time. Why did they want me to stay there? Who the freak knows, man? Mm, they this- just want to control you. They just want to make sure that you're in the same bullcrap situation they're in. It's it, like This was my problem with high school. There's a lot of bullcrap busy work that's meaningless and doesn't help anyone. Mm. And it sounds like that's what was going on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, There's nothing worse than that. Feeling like you could be sitting on a beach in Bali. Yeah. Because what did you have a you had a ham summer vacation? You were gonna go all over Asia. 
So you could be doing something ham like that, but instead you're doing work that's completely pointless. So what does that do for you? How does that help the company at all? It doesn't. All it does is piss off one of their employees. Yeah. Well, yeah. See, okay, and this is my mindset, and I've never been a boss, and I'll probably never be a boss, but if I am a boss, okay, this is how I'm going to approach everything. I'm going to approach everything saying, how can I make my employees appreciate this company the best? That's the, that's the approach I'm going to take. And if I have an employee saying, hey, can I work really fast, finish these up, and leave early? I'd be like, you know what? That's a great idea. I like that. Go for it. That's what I would say. Because it's like, why not? Yeah, but you don't want to do something at the expense of the company. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, as long as the company's getting what they want out of their employees, then why not? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're, at that point, you're just doing it just to do it. Yeah, yeah. And you should never do something just because. Yeah. There should always be logic and reasoning behind it. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you right now, with that lesson plan situation, I told myself, I was like, look, if they make me stay the nine days, no matter what, I'm not doing the lesson plans. I'm just not going to do them. Because it's like, why? why? What's the motivation there? Like, seriously, why would I do it? So then I was telling myself, if I know I can leave early, then yes, I'm going to freaking do them. I'm going to do them as soon as possible. So you got to look at situations like that and say, what's going to motivate my workers to be better workers? And, and the thing is, they can treat people like that who are Chinese people mm. because they've got an army of people lined up with the same skill set who they can hire as soon as they get rid of somebody and get them to do anything. Yeah. But with you, your position, it's like, no, they don't have an army of 27-year-old foreigners who are native English speakers to teach this language. They don't have that. They don't even have anyone backing up. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, not even one backup. Yeah. So you're an asset. So then to treat an asset, you would think they would treat you well. Mm. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, it's just, I don't know. It's a very do-as-the-boss-says society here. And if you go against what the boss wants, uh, you're pretty much shunned by the people. And they're just like, screw you. How dare you disrespect our boss? It's like, oh, my gosh, dude. Give me a break. Yeah, and, and what I've seen in America is they coddle to their employees a lot more. Mm-hmm. They try to do things like if you're if you're with a good company, like a company that's making a lot of money, they try to treat their employees really well. Mm-hmm. So they'll do things where they give you amenities at work or they'll have, you know, Thursday casual day. They let you go home early. Yeah. Like it, they just seem to treat you really well. My brother works for a company. He's got a ping pong table he can play. They have free beer stocked in the refrigerator. And they kind of just laissez-faire, like, just let him do whatever he wants as long as he's being productive. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, it just makes sense. It's so obvious. It's like, give the employee a reason to want to do well for your company. Just yeah, and the thing reason. is, if you're, a, if you're a boss or if I was a manager or a boss or anything, as long as the numbers were being met, like, they were being productive, it's fine. I let them do whatever they want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if it's working that you are sitting in your cubicle and and you're dressed like you're at the beach or something and you're a slob, but you're putting up numbers that are boss, it's like, yeah. I don't have a problem with that. Oh, the yeah, only man. time I would ever address an employee or do, talk to an employee or anything is if they're underperforming or they're doing something that's negative to the company. Yeah. And then you go address them and you talk to them. And then you try to correct it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Man. But you don't want to make your employees feel uh, not valued, disrespected, and you're just pumping them busy work. Yeah. There's nothing worse than just being pumped busy work. And uh, tell, I don't know if you want to tell about when you were shushed recently. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was shushed. <laughs> yeah, no, me and one of my coworkers were just like, you know, we were outside on duty, which is like such a bullcrap thing to do. 
But we're pretty much like making sure the kids are safe entering the school, even though there's like three security guards out there. It pretty much seems pointless for us to be out there, but whatever. Uh, so there's two of us out there. So I hadn't seen the guy in like three months. So I was like, yeah, I'll talk to him, you know, catch up on things. So we're sitting there chatting it up, you know, not a big deal. Still greeting the kids, but also talking. And the principal comes up and sh literally shushes us. Like, shh, like right in our face. And I was like, how do I even respond to that? Oh, like give her a smile and be like, oh, yes, ma'am, we'll shush. It's like, no, you make me feel like a freaking inferior loser if you shush me, okay? It's so disrespectful. Yeah, uh, you shush your toddler. Yeah, you shush your toddler. You don't <laughs> shush full-grown men. You're on the same level as a toddler to her, basically. Yeah. And then the worst thing about it was she went immediately over to her vice principal and just started chatting it up with him like it was nothing. It's like, screw you, okay? You are the most piece of crap thing. Like, you doing that now makes me hate you, and me hating you makes me want to... Hope so, and pray that your school fails. So, uh, obviously, this job is not working out for you. You don't like this one. Yeah, this job uh, So, have you had a job that you do like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, my... I'm trying to think. Uh, in America, the only job that I really was cool with was my... Honestly, probably the intramural football refing. So, I ref the intramural sports. And uh, that was a cool job. Yeah, but that's not really a career Yeah, it's not really job. a yeah, it's not career. So I would say the only other career-type job I've had was uh, the previous squad I worked at. And that one was really, really good because what they do is, like, if they have a Chinese meeting and they, you know it's going to be in Chinese, you can't understand it, they're going to tell you, oh, yeah, don't worry, you don't have to go to this. Yeah. Okay, cool. Like, that makes me say, all right, they have half a brain, and they know that that, that would be And they're not just wasting your time. Yeah, they're not just wasting your time just to be like, yes, everybody's in attendance. I'm so happy. It's like, but we're in attendance, and it's pointless. We could be yeah, doing something else. Yeah. That's what my new school will do. They'll make you go to these Chinese meetings. You literally will probably hear two translated words the whole meeting, and it's like, pointless translation, and you have to put up with that crap. And then the other school would also do... Uh, Things like they would, I don't know, I mean, they were just more chill about everything. Like, if you said, we're coming in at 1 o'clock, why are we coming at 1 o'clock when we're just sitting here on our computers the whole day? You would tell them that, and then within a month, you would change the schedule to, oh, you're coming at 3 o'clock. It's like, holy crap, dude, they actually listened to us. Like, they realized that it was pointless, and they changed it. That was legitimate. I loved yeah, it. Yeah, that so cool. that's what that company did. I freaking loved it. And they treat me well. They made me feel like uh, I'm actually valued at the company. It, it was really nice. But this new school, no way, man. If you were to sit here and say, hey, can we come in a little uh, or can we leave early because we're not doing anything the last hour we're there? They would be like, no, no way. Not going to happen. It's like, all right. Well, I guess that's not going to happen. Screw y'all. Yeah, I worked for a bad company in the U.S. as well. Mm. They were uh, <laughs> they were kind of like a, a penny pinching company where they're like, "Oh, we're gonna cut costs at every corner." And uh, so anyway, which is fine to be a cheap company if that's what you are. Like you're a cheap company. Yeah. They marketed themselves as the premium product provider, so they didn't market themselves as, "Oh, we're gonna sell you this product for cheap because we're a cheap company." They marketed themselves as the elite company that you're paying a premium price for, but they were giving you subpar quality. Mm -hmm. And so 
what they they brought this guy in who kept making promises. He was like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna change everything." He was like a new management. He's like, "Yeah, things are gonna be different now. Like everybody's gonna be a lot happier. We're gonna be a team. Like raises. We're gonna start giving raises. We're gonna start moving people up. There's a lot of room at the top. We can we can have management positions." So it's like, okay, yeah, this sounds good, man. They're really gonna change some things. It's like we've uh, been doing things kind of the wrong way. Well, it turned out nothing changed. The only thing that changed was. They made you do more work, never gave you a raise, and then they would promise, make basically make a lot of empty promises. Mm. And it's just bull crap they're feeding you. Yeah, like, oh yeah, yeah the yeah. future's bright though, the future's bright. That was always the answer. It's like, what about right now? You're making me do more work. You're making me manage road crews. You're making me manage inventory. You're making me do a management type position, yeah. but I'm getting no raise for it. I'm getting no extra bone. And all you can do is be like, Oh yeah, you're our guy. You're our guy. Like, we're gonna move you up, and it's like there's. It's just bullcrap. It's yeah. exactly what you're feeding your customers. It's bullcrap. Yeah. And they were doing shady things, like they were promising the customer one type of uh, service, and then giving them something that was less than that, and falsifying documents even. So it was just a shady situation, bad. And uh, they would, they wouldn't really make you do bullcrap, pointless work. Like, there wasn't really any time where it was just like, oh, yeah, they're calling me in for a meeting and there's no reason to do a meeting. Yeah. But it was all shady. It was all empty promises and talking up things that never came to fruition. And uh, so that, for those reasons, it was a horrible place to work. Mm. And then on top of that, because there were such penny pinchers, they moved you into a management position and they would hire on idiots who would just get the job for the cheapest amount of price they could pay somebody. And so they would come in and work, and then you're dealing with morons trying to do, trying to tell complete morons how to do a job. One guy, uh, we showed up for a job, and we worked till uh, we got there at seven, and it was maybe nine thirty. So we'd been there for two and a half hours. He hadn't done a lick of work the entire time. He may have brought a bucket into the place where we could where we were gonna do our work, and then he starts cussing, pitching a fit, and he's like. If I don't get to go and break, if I don't get some lunch right now, I'm going to walk. I'm going to walk. I'm going to quit. It's like, okay, go, man. Just leave. And uh, the guy the guy looked like beyond meth out. Like it wasn't just meth. It was meth. It was heroin. It was like every drug on the planet was pumped into this dude. Bone skinny, like puny arms to a new level. But it's like, yeah, you deal with stuff like that in a company and uh, it can be a huge turnoff. Yeah. And so basically what happened is you address management a few times about the problems and they keep promising it's going to be different. And eventually what happens is they start losing their good employees. Yeah. Their good employees start leaving and go to better opportunities because if you have good assets at your company, they're going to go where it's best for them. They're not going to stay in a bad situation. They know their value. Mm. And so I ended up leaving. My boss over me ended up leaving. A couple of good friends ended up leaving. And that company, that side of their industry, completely collapsed. Mm. Like, God, they've got a terrible reputation now. And it was just, it's just all bad for the company. And uh, so, yeah, you start losing employees. It's just bad. I don't know why you would. Yeah. The, um, well, I'm actually dealing with a ton of empty promises right now. Yeah. And, and it, that's discouraging. Yeah. Oh, dude, they, they can only get your company so far. Because at first, I'm not going to lie, I was buying into yeah, it. Yeah, I was yeah. like, all right. And that's it. But they, they, you can only make people buy into it for so long. Yeah. Before yeah. they start to realize, dude, this, this is never going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Like, you promised this half a year ago. Yeah. Well, see, that's the thing. Like, they'll make the promise, and then you'll call them out on the BS, and then they'll say, oh, no, 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 but but no, next time that won't happen. 
And then next time it happens, and then you're like, whoa, 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 it happened again. What's going on here? And they're like, oh, but no, in the future, this we're getting yeah. a new management. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not going to yeah, happen. Yeah. And then it keeps happening. So then every time they talk to you now, you're just like, well, you're full of crap, so I'm not going to listen to you anymore because mm. I know what's going to happen. Like, I'm in a position right now where I was told that I'm going to get a uh, about a $300 a month raise, which is not huge, but it's it'd be nice. And I know it's not going to happen, dude. I know it's not going to happen. I was told it's going to happen. I, I'm oh, not yeah. expecting yeah, it Yeah, the, the last company I was telling you about. So I was in making uh, $20 an hour when I was in the mill, which was what all of our work was, was we were doing testing work in mills. Yeah. Um, and so they were like, oh, we can't give anybody a raise right now. We can't give anybody a raise. Raises are coming. Raises are coming. So I never got a raise, and I ended up quitting and going to the company I'm at right now. And um, lo and behold, a couple months goes by, and I get a text from my boss. I mean, this is a matter of months later. Mm. And uh, they're like, what are you getting paid? Trying to get me to come back. Trying to convince me to come back to the company. Like, we got a spot for you. Like, we need you here. Blah, blah, blah. You're a good asset. Blah, blah, And I'm like, no, man. I can't. I'm in a good place at my company. He's like, what are you making an hour? I was like, $32 an hour. He's like, okay, we can match that. So, oh, now you can give me $32. A $12 an hour raise you can hand me now. Yeah. This is a matter of a couple months. You're full of crap. Yeah. And I was like, well, you can't. I was like, can you match? I'm about to I max out at this company at $75 an hour. Can you max out? Can you match out? <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I don't know. There's possibilities in the future. Started feeding me more crap. It's yeah. like, no, man, no. Like, I've dealt with you. No, I'm out. Oh, yeah, man. So that's the And we knew the numbers. Like, we knew how much we were charging for the work we were doing. And we knew how much our crew was getting paid and how much our equipment cost. And we knew we were getting screwed. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, man. The employee can only take that crap yeah, yeah, yeah. so long, man. And then eventually they just hit a breaking point where it's like, I've had it. And the thing is, like crap, crap stinks. So if you feed somebody crap, people are going to notice what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a matter of time. Yeah. Now, this is our new segment that we're going to add into the podcast, guys. And it's pretty much where we bring in Elin. Y'all remember Elin, the good old Chinese girl. And she's going to give her two cents on what she thinks about work environments and you know what she thinks that China can do better to make their work environment better. So, Elin, come on in here. Hi, everybody. It's been a while, long time no see. Welcome, I'm back. So, do you have some question? Ask for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what do you think about work in China? Do you think that the bosses are terrible, the environment's terrible, or do you think, oh, it's pretty nice here? Uh, I think Chinese Chinese company's boss is not good. It's not that bad, but still not good. Do you want a beer, dude? Yeah, can you give me a yeah, beer? Yeah, let me give it to you. Ah, appreciate it, man. Thank you. Yeah, All right, no so, yeah, but what we were saying uh, about, you know, this situation where they're just going to keep feeding you the bull crap, yeah, it's only going to bring them so far, and then eventually, their company will they'll they'll see they'll see the problems. <clears throat> no matter, it, it might not be immediately, but oh, it's yeah. going to happen. And that's what I keep telling the school. I keep telling them, look, you cannot expect to treat these foreigners. And the thing is, you're telling them this, and they should have seen it from last year. That's the thing. They because they had four yeah, foreigners. Yeah, yeah, you were yeah. telling me, yeah. and two of them quit, and you would have, but your contract wasn't up. Yeah. So that should have been 75% of their workforce should have been gone. Yeah. 
That should tell you something. You're doing know. something wrong. And that's the thing. The the two foreigners that did legitimately quit, they didn't quit on good terms. It was like, I hate this school. I've had it with this school. I'm out of here. It wasn't like, oh, my contract's out, but I found another school, so uh, it was good, guys. I'm out. No, it was like, screw this school. I can't stay here another day. Mm-hmm. So it's like, obviously, I'm not feeding you bullcrap. I know. That's the thing. I have more experience with foreigners than these people do. And you know when you have a person that you work with and they're a quality worker and they can see something that's not working out and they can own up to the problem and be like, oh, I messed up. Let's figure out a way to fix this. And they do it. That can happen with companies. There can be companies that take feedback. Like you were talking about your last company took the feedback and made something positive out of yeah. it. But oh, there's yeah. companies that don't, yeah. and they just miss it. Just like there's individuals, there's managers who miss it. They can't own up to the problem, that won't take feedback, and won't fix the problem, and won't move on. Mm-hmm. And so there's companies that do the same thing that they're doing on this individual level, and it's like, you're going to suffer for it. Mm-hmm. Just like the manager's not going to be respected, just like you're going to get bad results out of that, the company's going to get be worse off for it, and they're going to have to change, or it's going to be really detrimental to them. Like losing 50% of your workforce and then you're about to lose another one of your guys. Yeah. Or like in the case of my last company, uh, the majority of our workforce left. And I would say 100% of the good employees were gone. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, okay, well, we've been going on for a while now. Uh, a little bit of a rant. Yeah, a bit of a rant. But, okay, let's do our final little thoughts. I don't want to copy Tommy Lauren and say final thoughts. But let's give our five. <laughs> I don't know who. I don't know. <laughs> hey, whatever. Uh, so <clears throat> the last thing I gotta say is, um, if you're a company, the most important thing is your employees. And if you want to get the best work out of your employees, you gotta make sure that they like the company. Because if they don't like the company, this is coming firsthand for myself. I don't want to see the company succeed, and I don't care to give my best efforts for that company. So that's all it comes down to. So if you're treating the employee bad, don't expect good results. That's all I'm saying. Go ahead. Yeah, no, that's, I agree with that. I would say, uh, oh man, I would say if you're a company, you want the best results out of everyone, basically. And uh, how you do that is getting the most production out of your employees. And I don't think it's micromanaging them or making them do pointless work or making them unhappy. So you want them to be happy. Now, I guess there is a line. You can't just let them do whatever the heck they want. There are deadlines that need to be met. There is, and I understand that as employees, we're, I mean, it may have sounded like we were crybabies over here. Like, <laughs> oh, my company made me do this. But we're really hard workers. Like yeah. I, I've sat in on some of your classes. You work really hard. You do really good at your job. And it's like, I feel like I'm a, a very hard worker, um, but it's just, there's a line in the sand where it's like, okay, the company's micromanaging, they're doing pointless things, and they're not creating good morale. Morale goes a long way. Yeah. And like you said, you don't want your people to, you want your people to root for you, your employees to root for the company. Yeah, yeah. You don't want members of your team, you see it in basketball. If there's members on a team with conflict, like, LeBron and somebody else playing together, but they have conflict and they've got beef, they don't play together as good. They don't excel as well. Exactly. But if you have a team that wants the team to succeed and they're not butting heads and they're working for, towards the same goal, then they, you get a better production out of it. Yeah. It's synergy. 
Yeah, it's so true, man. And uh, and I hate that. Yeah, I'm keeping this going. But <laughs> if you ever go into like, and this is just my personal experience. But if you ever go to like a Disney World or if you go to like an Apple store, you see the employees and they look happy to oh, be yeah. there. They look like they want that company to be amazing. Oh, and in customer service, that's massive. Yeah, I mean, it's huge. Because I see the employee and I say, holy crap, this guy's love for this company is selling me on this company. Like I want to be, I want the product that they're selling me. Because I see how much the employees love that product. Yeah. And yeah. it's freaking huge, dude. And I, I'll say that about Apple a million times. Because whenever you go in the Apple store, the employees just look special. Like, they look like they're stoked about that company. And that that really says a lot. Um, whereas if you go into our school, I'm going to be treated like crap. So I'm not going to go to any of like the little extra bull crap. Because it's like, no, I'm not going to waste yeah, my time Yeah, and it's, it's actually going to affect the way you teach the kids, too. Yeah. Whether you want it to or not. If you go into a class with a bad attitude because you're pissed off at your boss, you're not going to be in the right mood or mindset to give your best performance yeah, for the yeah, kids. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, that's so true. And then you end up grabbing a kid's arm and abusing him on accident. Ooh, <laughs> <juicy>. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I guess that'll wrap it up. Um, that's our podcast on work, and I hope you enjoyed it. Now, I'm sure there's a lot out there. Oh, uh, there's out a there. lot we could have touched. There's on. There's a lot that we could have touched on, um, but that was just like a quickie that I just wanted to do because I was so frustrated with my current situation. It was a but, rant pass. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we will see y'all next time on Real Good Podcast. Bye bye.